Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere that sets up uh, podcasting for you. Also, you can make your money from your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the app, both the iOS and the Android store, or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm. Thank you and have a good day. Hello, everybody. We're back for the Wrestling with the Willies podcast. I'm joined with Jeremy, of course, for uh, NXT War Games, knowing that they ain't calling them takeovers anymore. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it definitely shows. I'll have to say, like, fucking right off the bat, that these really show Vince's involvement. <laughs> like, compared to, like, the past takeovers and stuff. Yeah, I mean, or the fact that Shawn Michaels is, like, involved a lot on him. Yeah. It's just mostly because... I just noticed that there was like five matches total. I mean, technically it's six because they had, I guess they had an opening match, which I didn't see. Yeah, like, Odyssey for the Jones. kickoff show. But, something. uh, huh? Odyssey Jones or something? Yeah, Odyssey Jones went against Andre Chase, which I don't know who that is. I know I've seen Odyssey Jones before, he's like a giant dude. But uh, it looks like it was mostly a a squash match. Like, it looks like they only had it there to, like, fill in some times, I guess. Oh, it doesn't even show, like, how long it lasted. It mustn't have been, like, that long. (laughs) Yeah, it says times nothing. Yeah, it doesn't (laughs) say anything. So, that's kind of funny. So, it was probably only, like, 18 seconds or some shit. But, uh... So, yeah, anyway, the match started with, uh, I guess they didn't say it was, like, two different teams. It's like Cora Jade, Io Shirai, Kaylee Ray, and Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai and Toxic Attraction, which is, uh, which I was trying to figure out what their names were, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. I, I didn't know the names of the tw- tag team that won the belts, the... I think it was off of Halloween Havoc, which we didn't cover. We watched it, but we just, uh, I don't remember what happened. I think we just, like, uh, did full gear instead or something like that. And it was only, like, an hour anyway. Huh? Instead of what? I think we did full gear or something instead of Halloween Havoc and Crown Jewel or something. I think well, we watched different. Halloween Havoc. but Yeah, that's what I'm we saying. Did. We watched Halloween I Havoc. We... we just didn't cover it. I thought we did. Oh, may- maybe. We didn't cover Crown Jewel because of the cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. I don't remember if we did or not. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we covered um, Halloween Havoc. But anyway, 
the uh what's it called so yeah so this match was probably one of the uh it was like both the war games matches i would say like are like the best ones but of course they are like they had a lot of uh, huge spots but like the main one which it looks like she didn't get injured or at You're least right, though, it, looks dead. Like, it, it looks like we well Oh, did not talk injured. about yeah. Halloween Havoc, so. Yeah, that's why I figured that I thought that we didn't. But, I mean, anyway. Like, I mean, we could have talked about it now, but, like, in depth. Like, it just shows, like, a difference in quality between Triple H taking over and Vince taking over. It's not so much different, really, but, like, uh, most of the newer people compared to like I don't know who they introduced oh does it not even have the tag team match yeah oh okay so it did have six matches which it doesn't show that one on here because Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner versus um oh yeah it does. that's Imperium that's the third oh, match I, I, the I second match that happened totally flubbed well, I went past it I guess <laughs> yes but anyway, this uh, this match was really good though, and I liked like, and it looks like Cora Jade didn't injure herself because she hasn't said anything on Twitter or anything saying that she got injured. She came out and released something where like, uh, she was saying that it was ha- uh, she was happy knowing that she won the match on there and stuff like that. It was like a little short post. But it wasn't like saying that she was injured and she was going to be out for a certain amount of time. So I mean, if she because it looked like the the whole time that they were shooting, she sold that. Yeah, like she her, and they yeah sold she sold it match, super too. crazy throughout the match. So that's why we initially thought that she could have been injured the whole time because she was pretty much out for I don't know possibly half the match, like after they did the table spot where she did a senton or like or swanton pretty much but um she kind it looked like she landed almost directly on her shoulder at one point so and then she instantly started selling the shoulder so we and then she was talking to rest and all this stuff and she wasn't like talked to for a good chunk of the match like and they even tried to sell it like uh Io Shirai was trying to pop her arm back into socket and stuff like that so and like most of the match after it looked like she hurt her shoulder she was not in the match so that's why it's possible if she did injure herself they just haven't really talked on it yet <laughs> or at yeah, least if, i haven't if, seen if anything did. on it if she didn't, they did. A, she did get it a good job of selling it, but at the oh, same yeah. time, I'm like, what was the point? I, I, I don't get the the oh the like storyline aspect yeah. of it. I don't get why they did it. Yeah, if, if it's in, maybe if saying it's, like she was working hard to get the victory or something, or she struggled through pain to win or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you'll find out more on Tuesday or tomorrow. Yeah, that's a, and that's the main thing for me. It's like, I don't know for sure like where their thought process was. But, oh, excuse me, sorry. Yeah, I mean, but, these, uh, 
matches were long as hell, though. Both yeah. war games matches. Which I figured that the war games matches were going to be like, because those are like the main thing that everybody wants to see on the thing. Especially well, yeah, that not even I valid seen... matches until what? 20? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's like 20 minutes in when everybody finally makes it in. But, like, the, I think that's mostly why I like it is because they do, like, one women's and one men's one. And it's kind of, like, setting up for, like, their... Usually it should be for, like, a feud that's just been building for a while. And it kind of did that with Raquel and Dakota Kai a little bit, but not really. This is where but, it cracks me up, though. Why can't this be a main event a main card pay-per-view oh like uh, what you mean they think it's different than survive i mean they think it's the same as survivor series is that why they don't do it on oh like if they wouldn't do it on like smackdown or some shit yeah i mean i think this makes more sense the war games makes more sense as the brand supremacy thing and true Like, you have SmackDown people versus Raw people in the ring like that. Yeah. And uh, for women and men. The Survivor Series, like, there's no payoff. At least War Games, it's war, right? So you're, like, fighting for supremacy or something in respect to that. It's just funny they do it on NXT. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like mostly like it, it's, it was Vince's idea that he was just like, you know what, let's get a bunch of their old like WCW pay-per-views and just do those. And, and even in your house and stuff like that. But like, that's why I said that the match was good, but like you, you could tell that there's a difference between these now and what it was just a year ago. Well, I, yeah, I can tell you one big thing is most of the wrestlers aren't very aren't as good. Yeah, that's what I noticed in in the women's match at least. Um, I mean, Cora Jade was okay. I like Io Shirai. I always have, but I've never cared for Raquel Gonzalez. Kaylee Ray was kind of blocked. Yeah, see, like, I haven't seen, and like, then, a match with Kaylee Ray that I was just, like, I've really enjoyed yet. And then like, none of Toxic Attraction. I still don't get the, 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 uh, the Manny, Mandy Rose fascination. And I'm talking about her wrestling, not necessarily what she looks like. I'm, I'm talking about her wrestling abilities. I don't think she's that great of a wrestler. And the yeah. fact that she's the champ right now. Yeah. Like, but, you know, they made Raquel Gonzalez the champ. I mean, I think there's other females that would be better. Well, more. Well, Io Shirai is one of them. I think she's she should be the champ. But well, that's the main thing, too. They don't have nearly as many people on NXT now that they had before. Well, it's right. the same uh, on the main cards, though. I mean, on Raw and Smash, yeah. they, they released. What sixty percent of their roster? I think. Yeah, they released the eighty-one people. I think, I mean, far as I uh, I've last seen stuff for. I mean, so eighty-one people. <laughs> yeah, and so it was a, it was a good match, but thirty-one minutes. It's like sometimes it was just a lot of, especially when they didn't have Cora Jade really doing much throughout the entire thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, and even then, then the like after. Um, 
the swanton through the table those two were pretty much done and then they were kind of like picking up like mandy rose was picking on cora jade which eventually i think if they're setting up something it's probably gonna be cora jade versus mandy rose soon probably yeah, that's funny. why i think that they that she took the pin you know the funniest part in that match though was when rock hogan's always put dakota kai in the trash can that's oh a- yeah that and that hilarious. couldn't fucking work for anybody, right? Yeah. Like that wouldn't work for anybody. But like Dakota Kai actually being able to fit in that thing, and then Raquel Gonzalez just flinging her around, I thought was hilarious. <laughs> and uh, just a decent spot where like you don't see, uh, you wouldn't see many people doing, right? Like you would have to get like Rey Mysterio in that bitch or some shit. Only certain people you could do that with. So that's that's one of the two big standout parts out of the mat, uh, the match, though. Like it's pretty funny, though. And I'm wondering what they're gonna go from here, like, uh, uh because it looked like Kaylee Ray was trying to go against uh, Mandy Rose too, but I don't know if they're just having all the people trying to go after them, all except for Kel. Well, it kind of makes sense sense she's the champ, but at the same time, it's like, okay. Yeah. There's just no fascination for me. It's like, oh, somebody's going to find, you know, face Mandy Rose. You know, it's, it's, you know, there's, you could tell a difference, like, especially with the women, I would say, in the rosters. The better women are on the main roster. I would say that there's a lot of guys, though, that are in NXT that I feel probably should have been on the main oh, roster. that should have went to the main roster? Yeah. Before some other ones did. Yeah. And, um, well, I'm wondering if it was a conscious decision on Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano's decision that they didn't want to be on the main roster. <laughs> the way well, yeah, that it seemed like is that they just didn't want to be on it. They got that whiff of it that when they did the tag team thing, and then they were just like, you know what? Can I just stay in NXT? I enjoy that a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it looks like well, we'll talk about it near the end, but yeah. Um, but I mean, still good match for what it was, and I I honestly thought that their toxic attraction was going to win. And then they didn't, so I was just surprised. So, uh, what's it called? And then probably uh, might as well start talking about the second one, whereas Imperium versus Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. And I don't even know about Von Wagner the whole time. He didn't impress me all that much in this match. And it, it seemed kind of weird now that they put him as a tag team. Especially, it was kind of weird how they had Von Wagner on an episode of Raw or SmackDown where he didn't say jack shit, and they didn't even acknowledge him, I think. (laughs) So, it's like, why the fuck was he there for? But, like, this match was okay. And, like, I mean, I liked uh, Kyle O'Reilly, of course. And then, I like Imperium. They did, like, Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner work extremely well as a team. Yeah, I liked them too. I just didn't feel that, like you, Kyle O'Reilly and the Von Wagner tag team just didn't. Yeah, I don't think well to me. together. And then it ended with 
um, him trying to turn him turning on Kyle O'Reilly. So it was like, okay, yeah. so the payoff was short. I mean, their their you know togetherness has been quite short. Yeah, and they did and, like an undisputed era thing, like Kyle did at the end, where it was like talking about it or whatever, and it sounded like he said this is a family or some shit, and then he was uh, talking about Von Wagner or whatever, so I guess that's going to be his feud for the time being, if he stays around for any... uh, I think his contract's coming up soon anyway. It's like both him and Johnny Gargano, from what I hear, is like that their contracts are coming up. Yeah, I've heard the same thing. It sounds like there's a lot of contracts ending. Yeah. I mean, like, I try not to focus on that shit anyway, but, like, if uh, anything reminds me of, like, where it should be a get-out-of-the-dodge moment is about now, like, with all the releases happening and everything else, and especially how AEW's kind of blowing up now, and then there's so much wrestling outside of WWE now that you could get a job pretty much anywhere, so... Like, I definitely th- think that, it, and like, if they're not liking what's going on right now, I think it should be a good time for them to cut and run if they feel like it. But, uh, so yeah, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle loses to Von Wagner one of these times and then he's gone. <laughs> well, you know, if he loses, he is gone. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. it's like you know, so it's like you know, it's one of those things the writing gets put on the wall when stuff like that happens. It's like uh, I'm trying to think who a recent example of that was. Well, Nia Jax and even Marie both they got put out to the pasture by Shanna Baszler, and then they were never seen again. Yep. Um, and, and now it looks like uh, Nia Jax ain't returning to wrestling. Which is good. Which is the rumor anyway. You never know. She could just show up anywhere. But oh, I know. But she probably good. thinks I don't she's think so she... so big of a name that she doesn't have to go somewhere else. Which is kind of like a very ego driven. But I don't know. Like this is just me assuming shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I get what you're saying. I but I'd rather not see her anywhere. Yeah, because like, it's not like she she obviously did not learn from her mistakes. Yeah. Because she kept doing them. I mean, so so obviously she doesn't care, you know. So, I mean, it's not. And, you know, you never saw any of the wrestlers come out and say, oh, yeah, Nia didn't do it on purpose, blah, blah, blah. You've seen oh, yeah, other, like they weren't sticking up for her. Yeah, yeah, you've seen others like Paige sticking up for Sasha Banks during when she hurt her neck. She kept telling people. It wasn't her fault. I told her to do it. I've done it numerous times, but it yeah. just so happened my neck went out when she did it this time. I mean, so you can't blame her because I told her to do it. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, that type of stuff. It's like, but you don't see Becky Lynch coming out and saying, yeah, I, you know, she, we, we put that together and she was meant to punch me in the face and bloody my nose. Oh, yeah. Or, or, or uh, you know, uh, what's her face? Um, her hurting Kyrie Sane twice. Kyrie Sane, yeah, yeah. You know, neither she didn't come out and say anything, and then she didn't apologize for it either. She just basically said that was part of wrestling. Yeah, 
I mean, so it's like, and that's like another thing where, like, you could tell whenever somebody apologizes a bunch. Like, I just saw something where Hardcore Holly was talking about the time where uh, he got sandbagged by Brock Lesnar, where he dropped him on his head and he broke his neck, pretty yeah. much. So he was sitting there, as like, "Don't listen to all the rumors and shit like that." He was like sitting there, and he was like, "I was struggling to get up, and then it just happened." <laughs> <laughs> he was like it, it just happened and then and he was apologizing to me in the back the whole time he, he was like he felt really bad about it so he was like i don't have ill will towards him that's well, the difference the right it's like you hurting somebody and then you coming back and being like apologetic or feeling brock, bad about it brock lesnar think... comes off as an asshole right but yet you never hear wrestlers talk bad about him yeah um you know, but you do hear a lot of them talk bad about Goldberg. I know we're kind of digressing off of stuff, yeah. but you know, it just goes to to show you know who is liked and who isn't. But anyway, yeah. we're kind of going off course a little bit, but a uh, little bit. But it's kind of like like uh, yeah, but yeah. I paid attention anyway. The Graham match and I liked it. It was only fifteen minutes compared to thirty-one minutes for the first match. Yeah. So that was a little bit better. Now, the next match I'm glad didn't last very long. I wasn't really paying attention to it. <laughs> well, um, I had a feeling that no matter what fucking um Duke Cousin was going to lose. Right? For one, I don't I don't <laughs> like Cameron Grimes really all that much. Cuz it seems like he changes gimmicks on the fly like constantly. Well, I don't know if that's like because of him or if it's somebody else telling. Oh, him I know, to do but you know, but it's just odd to me. And then Duke Hudson, I don't even really know who he is. Yeah, so like, he's like one of the NXT 2.0 guys, and they did yeah. like a whole episode where like they did a poker showdown at, on okay. NXT one week. I was like, why? Like, if anything, they could have done a vignette where they were, because they were actually in the ring. They actually filmed it the whole time. And then eventually, like, of course, they showed in the vignette how he came up and cut all his hair and stuff like that. So, yeah, and it's funny because Duke Hudson, you know, it would have been better, I think, if Cameron Grimes would have lost. Yeah, and then they would have shaved his head and his beard. Yeah, because it would have made more of an impact. I mean, Duke Hudson barely had any hair on his head to begin with. Well, so that's like, why I figured that they were going to have him do it. But, I mean, cutting his hair off wouldn't impact him. Yeah, Cameron because Grimes he would care. And he would grow up. up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like how they did Kurt Angle, like, when they sh- shaved his head. It wasn't like he had a whole lot of hair anyway. So yeah. it was like, well, then he kept the it. Only I don't think person he went back to having hair on his head. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think he, I think if anything, he probably just wanted to grow, like shave his head. And then they're like, let's make a thing where we could set it up where you shave your head. Yeah. Because I mean, the one main dude that I ever remember from like hair versus hair matches that had a shit ton of hair was CM Punk when he shaved his head. Like when I think it was Ray Mysterio that shaved it too, but um, like when he because I think it was a hair versus mask match or some shit, and he lost. But um, like that was the only person, and he had a lot of hair, so it was just weird. And I thought it was funny how he came out with a lucha mask for I think it was like six to eight months after that, 
and he had like a star on the front. <laughs> so it, it was better than the Kurt Angle. I mean, it was kind of like the Kurt Angle one where he had the wig and so the it was a lot like Patriot thing over there. there. Huh? It was a lot like the Patriot one. Yeah, it was kind of like that, but he I, just had like a lucha mask on. Yeah, for some reason I don't remember that, but anyways. Yeah, I would have. Maybe to I chose to forget that. Uh, it was like I think it was around the time that he was doing the Straight Edge Society, like before he ended it, or like they ended it, whatever. Mm. I think it was near the end, but I can't remember for certain. I just remember that part of the thing, and I thought it was hilarious because I think Big Show took the mask off his head and it was like freaking out. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so like, yeah, I just had a feeling that Duke Hudson was gonna lose just because, like, I don't think that uh, that I know that they trimmed uh, Cameron Grimes' hair and beard. Uh, the week prior or whatever, I didn't think that they were going to have him lose like all of it. So that's the only reason why I didn't care for it all that much. But I'm I just glad it was I like Cameron Grimes is wrestling though. I like that. Like I don't care so much for his gimmick and shit though. Like that's the only thing that I don't really care about. I yeah. think to to the moon thing is funny, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> And yeah. I thought it was funny how, like, he got that GameStop money, and that's how he got rich. I yeah. thought that was hilarious, too. But <laughs> but other than that, I don't know. So, it was good uh, that this one was only 10 minutes, because like I said, I wasn't invested yeah. in at all. It's so weird, too, where L.A. Knight was a heel, just like, uh, I think it was at Halloween Havoc, or the takeover before last when he went against Cameron Grimes and he lost the million dollar championship, just weird. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, how he's being a pushed as a face in the, I mean, granted, like, uh, they were pushing the, uh, black and gold were, were going to be the faces anyway, but still it was just weird. But, um, so yeah, like better that they kind of did a quicker match for that one. Same with, the Roger Strong versus Joe Gacy match. I didn't know so much of Joe Gacy. I knew that Joe Gacy was like in a tag team. I think it's on Evolve, one of the episodes, because he was in Evolve with uh, Eddie Kingston. And mm. I forgot what the name of the uh, the team was, but like he had like a massive like uh, long hair, and I think he had a long beard too. So it's kind of weird seeing him that way and then seeing him completely different in this get- in gimmick that he has right now. He was with Steve Pena. Uh, huh? He was in a tag team with Steve Pena. Yeah, and he was also like, I forgot what they said was the tag team name. But, uh, oh, it might be like a different name for like what his name was in Evolve, though. I don't know for sure, though. Well, they formed the Unwanted. That's what it was, the Unwanted. That's the tag team name. Yeah, Gacy, uh, Carino, Colby Carino. Yeah, and I think that's Steve Carino's son. I think Colby Carino is. I I could be wrong. Shane Strickland was the other one. Oh, Shane Strickland was in there? That's who uh, Shane Strickland, I think, is... um, 
Yeah, Steve Carino is I think I think Shane's and that's his name. His actual like wrestling name is um a swerve. Uh damn. I can't remember his fucking Yeah, he's Isaiah Swerve Scott. Isaiah Swerve Scott. Jeez, what yeah. the hell? But uh I don't know why I was blanking on that. <laughs> but yeah, so they so weird. Anyway. Like seeing some of the shit that's in AEW right now is just kind of crazy. Like hearing about all the back uh, backstage rumors and shit. Like the people are showing up in like AEW or like in Impact or whatever. I keep on hearing fucking rumors and shit. Like supposedly they're doing like a FTR versus Briscoe's thing maybe that they're kind of like building to that so that would be dope if that shows up on AEW well I keep seeing stuff where you know the cool thing with AEW that I'm noticing is they allowed them the wrestlers to work under other promotions yeah because I've yeah, seen because they're doing that with a lot of people I, I saw an advertisement for Ruby Soho versus some dude yeah she, and like uh, I forgot the wrestling promotion that they said that it was yeah and then well, and it looks like Britt Baker's trying to, um, uh, what do you call it, recruit Johnny Gargano. Dude. Because <laughs> she posted a Twitter post uh, yes, either yesterday or today uh, where, because I think he trained her or helped train her. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah, there was like a picture where it was Johnny Gargano and uh, I forgot who the other person was with Britt. But yeah, so she had to post something right afterwards. So it's, um, anyways. But yeah, that Roderick Strong, the, the Cameron Grimes match was ten minutes. That Roderick Strong one was only eight. And yeah, like that Harlan thing just doesn't. It's that guy that they said was what the mini Brock Lesnar or whatever. Yeah, and, that dude. I don't know. I don't understand why he's with Jake and Joe Casey. Like he's just like, no, don't do it. And then he's losing. Because he's not get and having him get involved. Yeah, right? it's well, it's like an opposite do drop. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. you know where Eva Marie was having do drop come in and basically do everything for, her. and uh, this Gacy Harlan thing is the exact opposite. It's like he comes out, but he's not allowed to do anything. And yeah, I don't get the payoff with it. Yeah, right. I really don't understand it at all. Because all that he's doing is losing. <laughs> yeah. Or at least the matches that I've seen from him, he's been losing. And then it's just like, why Why are you not using his help? I don't understand. Like, I understand if, like, they had him where he came in and destroyed somebody and then got him disqualified. And then he's like, no, no. But it's like he ain't even giving him the chance to do anything. So it seems kind of weird now that they do that. But, I mean, Roderick Strong's awesome, though. So, like, uh, and especially I love his finisher, too. <laughs> the the drop suplex into the knee br- and the backbreaker. Love uh-huh. that shit. Forgot what he calls it, though. But, like, uh, every time I see it, it's just, uh, and like, especially I was surprised that he was actually get, uh, able to get him up because Joe Gacy's a pretty big dude. So, but yeah, like it was good for what it was. And if the rumors are true where they're getting rid of the cruiserweight belt, I wouldn't be surprised if Roderick Strong leaves eventually too. So <clears throat> wouldn't be surprised at all. I definitely think that the stable name uh, stable is actually kind of cool. The diamond mine, 
where it's like they're showing like kind of like it's kind of the pure wrestling stuff in Ring of Honor where they're just like, hey, I could wrestle out wrestle you super good. Like that dude's been wrestling a long time. I know that's what I'm saying. He's been he's wrestled with Daniel Bryan. Like he was wrestling around. He started the wrestling 21 years ago. Yeah, 2000. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like most of the most of the people have been doing it for 20 years. It seems like Roger Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, and Adam Cole has been doing it a little bit less than that. But um, I think they're like the shorter ones out of like everybody else. But. <sighs> Like Roderick Strong, I think it was Daniel Bryan, Nigel McGuinness, and all them. Like we're all wrestling around the same time. Same with John Moxley and stuff. But uh, yeah, like I definitely think that Roderick Strong should be getting more than just the fucking cruiserweight belt. Honestly, I think he should be at least going for the NXT belt, which it shows that I don't think that's going to happen, and especially now. It looks like they're going to try to eventually have Braun Breaker take the belt off of Ciampa, which might as well talk about Team 2.0 versus the Black and Gold match. And this was by far the best match, but still it had wonky bits. Like, I don't care how NXT 2.0 won. I mean, it made sense with everything, with what they're trying to do, but... Well, I can tell you, there's a couple of things that I, in watching the match, I was still was kind of lost about. But Grayson Waller, to me, I don't know what the hell he's there for. Because I remember watching uh, Halloween Havoc, and he was the damn fam- a Dracula guy, and all he did was like talk the entire time. Yeah, and then, um, and it was basically to hold off because uh, the LA night was like LA night was late. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, okay. And then in this match, I don't even remember him doing much. Like, he did, actually did quite a, a lot, but I mean, he mostly got beat up, though. Well, like, I think that's what it like, was. Like, Pete was Dunn was beating getting... the shit out of him for like 90% of the match. Yeah. Like, and then he, the second... he put his fingers in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> well, you might as well finish the stuff and then I'll go into Well, the second part was um, Dexter Loomis coming out from under the ring. I was like, what the hell was the point of that? Yeah. I think it was supposed to, like, uh, who's Carmelo Hayes with that dude was at the ring? I don't know what the dude's name is. Uh, the dude that's with him. uh, Trick Williams? Is that who? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I think that's the only reason why he came out, was to, like, uh, make sure that he didn't get involved or something. But, I mean, also at the same time, they could have just had him jump over the ring and then Dexter Loomis got involved. Like, I mean, how could they not? (laughs) Like, it would have probably been better on the whole if Dexter got involved with the situation, like, instead of just, like, kicking the dude out. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It was like, okay, well, okay. I guess they just wanted to show him in some capacity. Yeah. But they know that he was with stuff and doing stuff with Johnny Gargano. I'm assuming that's the reason why. But uh, yeah, like uh, they had some cool spots, like especially the the stuff with Grayson Walker. It's like or Waller. Uh, they did a lot of stuff with him, like mainly with Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn put his fingers in the cage and like wrenched them back, like in the cage, and it, it was fun. 
funny how he was screaming like bloody murder the whole time and then he did it like several times well yeah that's point, what i was saying it seems like he's there for more like comedic re- comic relief yeah or something. yeah i can see that because i mean he did some cool stuff like the the elbow drop it looked like he was i forgot the name of the basketball move where you put uh, uh like where you put the basketball underneath your legs and then you uh, you bring it around you, and then you slam, uh, slam, uh, dunk the ball into the net. I don't remember the name of the move. I've seen him in the end times, but it looks like his finisher is that, where he does the beginning of that, and then he turns it into an elbow drop. But he did it like off of the table, right? So I was like, oh, that's cool. Like it showed that he was put out for the rest of the match. Him and uh what's this LA Knight because he did it to LA Knight. So like that was kind of cool. But then like it was funny how well, like the whole You wanna know the like the the known name of that move is? Yeah. I mean, because I know what it's called. I mean it's it's really called the Ryder Dunk. The Ryder Dunk? Yeah, because Isaiah Ryder um, uh, was the one that um came up with it first. Oh so, so that's they call it the rider dunk. Oh. In most cases, I mean, most yeah, of the time they just call it between the legs it. dunk. But oh, okay, uh, yeah, I think maybe it's just because in video games or something they call it something different or something in there. But I mean, like, yeah, uh, I've seen it like so many damn times. I just didn't remember the name for it. But um. Yeah, it was funny, like, especially the one part that I, I think it was for him, like, he was hitting him with the, like, he put the trash can over him, and then he was smacking him a bunch of times with the kendo stick or whatever, he was kicking him, and then he stomped on the damn trash can, he was doing, like, so much shit to Grayson Walker, like, or Waller. Like, I don't know why I keep thinking Walker, but <laughs> like Walker, Texas Ranger or some shit. But, um, like, he was just getting his ass beat for 90% of the match. And then Carmelo Hayes, it seemed like he he was doing some cool spots throughout the whole. Like, it, it shows, like, why I get why they put the North American Championship on him. And Bond Breaker, you can see why he's. Oh, yeah, like why they're going to put the belt on him at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can tell he's a Steiner, too. Oh, yeah, like he does, like, it looks like he was trained by Rick and Scott or some shit. Because, I mean, it looks like the exact same type of shit. Like, if he just did the move that Scott Steiner would do, where he would do the, he would do like a, a suplex, but then he would lead it into like a falcon arrow where you would land right on your head. If he just did that shit instead of just like the Goldberg uh, suplex slam thing, whatever they call that, like, I mean, that would be kind of (laughs) cool. I mean, you'd be having to be really careful with people, and that's why I don't think that he he would use the move in WWE, but still, I mean, I could see why they have like kind of like a rocket strapped to him and like who he's related to. Even like when he talks and shit, like it just sounds like a Steiner. (laughs) Well, and the funny thing is, they don't want the Steiners involved, but yet they refer to him all the time. That's what kills me. It's like the promo, like I was telling you when we watched it. um, I think Ciampa 
was it Champa? One of them uh, called him the big bad booty nephew. Which I thought that was goofy as fuck. Yeah, but but, I mean, but yeah. they're referring to the Steiners, but yet they don't. They're not bringing Rick. Yeah, in, which to me is the perfect opportunity to do that. But I mean, if anything, probably the money ain't right for him or some shit. That's usually like what they're like. Well, I forgot who was saying. Oh yeah, wasn't it Kurt Angle where they were talking about like if the money well, yeah the, the, would come the, in the, and yeah. do the stuff with Riddle. Or but yeah, he wanted him to manage him, though. I mean, I yeah. think it's a little bit different if it's your freaking son, though. I mean, yeah. Kurt Angle, they were asking him to manage freaking Matt Riddle. Yeah. But but they were only going to offer him X amount of money. And it sounds like he made more Probably, money on Jericho yeah. Cruz than he would have made doing that. Yeah. Doing that. So, <laughs> yep. And I can see that shit. Uh, but uh, what's it called? Yeah, I don't know. They they just had had a lot of cool moments in the match, but and this damn match was thirty eight minutes long. Yeah. The funny thing is, in watching it the first time, Josh fell asleep because hey, it was late. Just call me out, Jeez. Yep, I know it was like almost uh, like it was it was, it was like late in the morning though. for me yeah. at the moment, and <laughs> I had to be up early in the next day. So like. But, uh, I, I just had to point it out though because it was yeah. hilarious because me and uh, our cousin Jeff, um, shout out to Jeff on the podcast, but he, uh, we were all watching it and uh, <laughs> me and Jeff were talking, but Josh was not responding, and we were <laughs> like, I think Josh is asleep, and I even sent him text messages, he didn't answer it, but then about five minutes after it was over, Josh woke up. Oh yeah, that's, that was the yeah. funny thing. I sat there, I was like, I guess I fell asleep. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> so I just had to rewatch the yeah. the last match, and it was good. Know that I watched the. Oh yeah, that's one thing that I should have mentioned. It was the spinning net break. I, I don't know why they had Pete Dunn take his uh, uh, the mouth guard out for it, and then he did the. I guess that way it hurt him more with the crowbar or something. I don't know. But, like, he did, like, a spinning neck breaker thing off of the top rope with the crowbar. And I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. I mean, it's not believable knowing that you're holding it up against his, like, chest or whatever. But, I mean, it was still cool. But, like, uh, I don't know. I just don't I guess, know if I'm going to like any of the NXT 2.0 guys right now. Like, well, not only that. Like, none of them are just, standing out to me. Well, it makes you just wonder what the roster is going to look like soon because... Based on after watching this, and there was a digital exclusive on WWE.com where Johnny Gargano was talking to the crowd, and then looking at Twitter afterwards, it seems like Gargano's gone. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if he's working it right now because he mentioned that everything would be explained on Tuesday. Yeah. Well, I know that they were saying that. Uh, what's it called? That he did like a contract extension and all this stuff for only a week. So pretty much just to um, get through stuff. So I would say unless they gave him good money, he probably ain't staying. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, based on everything I'm seeing on Twitter and stuff like that, I don't think he's going to be around. Well, then you talk about Kyle O'Reilly's contract coming up. He may not be around. And so literally, I, I it's going to turn into Roderick Songs isn't is coming up soon too. 
Yeah, because they all signed them all at the same time. Yeah, you just wonder about all of the older NXT guys, I guess. when With them going to NXT 2.0, like, what about Pete Dunne and L.A. Knight and Ciampa yeah. at some point? Like, yeah. are they just going to well, get I mean, rid of everybody when they're contract? That, there was rumors that they were talking about releasing Pete Dunne, too. And this was, like, at the last takeover or whatever, that he was one of the names. I think Johnny Gargano might have been on the thing, too. And I was like, hell no. <laughs> like, at the time, yeah. I was like, hell no, that that's not true. It's just crazy the, the amount of talent that's walked out the door. Yeah. <laughs> so it just tells you either how toxic the environment is or something. Yeah, because- so, something's going on why, like, people are leaving. And I think it's like... It could be run like a regular business, right? Like where, like it's just that time for you to go. You, but I can tell you, you the storylines like, aren't but... helping anyone. Oh yeah, well they're making the storylines for everyone instead of just that specific person all the time. Like when everything seems the same, like Happy Corbin, it's like why couldn't he just stay Baron Corbin and then just change the stuff for it well like, a good example like we talked about and we haven't seen it play out yet is uh was it may may what is her name may ling yeah what did i say they're renaming her to jenny chu or something like that yeah yeah i mean it's it's nuts i mean you're like what the hell are they you know because they didn't even pay off like her old gimmick it's like all of a sudden they're just changing her I was like, what? I don't well, get I mean, it. they consider this developmental, so they, they're like, oh, it's not working without uh, Mia Yim oh, there. So May, May Ying. May Ying is her name, and oh. she's now Wendy Chu. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jeez, so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Yeah. Like, unnecessary, you know. I get it, like, the best time to actually change people's stuff should be now, but like also at the same time, I like the dark stuff that they were well, doing with her and stuff. Like but... That dude, the, like we were seeing last night, they're changing that guy. Yeah, that he's gonna do that shit, and so that's weird like, as fuck. It's what? like so you I... go from the 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 woman who's been playing that gimmick the whole time, essentially, to having the guy do it. So it's like, and 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 then I think harken back. And I know we've we've already finished talking about the pay per view, but I just harken back to what what is going to happen with Alexa Bliss when she returns. Yeah, whenever because because they killed off that gimmick basically with Lily and when she faced Charlotte. But what is she going to do? Is she just going to go back to her old gimmick again? Yeah, and then it just disappeared. What she was, you know, all the voices in her head, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, the control she could have over mentioning it again. <laughs> well, that's what they tend to do, and it just doesn't make sense. Oh, we'll just not talk about it. No one will remember. It's like what? Yeah, I, I understand getting rid of Lily, but her powers <laughs> or what she's able to do, she should still be able to do that shit. I think yep, that was the coolest thing that she was doing was when, and but the problem is I don't know if they can do it in a live audience because she would change. Outfit. Yeah, like changing the lights and shit. Yeah, yeah I mean, they'd have to... Uh, they probably have the ability to do something, but I just don't know. Yeah, if they really wanted to, they could probably pull it off, I'm sure. Well, I mean, they pull off... Well, AEW even pulls off Malachi Black's entrance, which I think... 
I don't know how the fuck he sees when, you know, when the lights go black and he moves around. I don't know how he knows where he's going. Yeah. <laughs> because it's fucking dark as shit. And it's like, but he yet he gets up on the rope and then the lights go out again. And somehow he's in the middle of the ring and he yeah. got to the middle of the ring and he's perfectly in the middle with no lights on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't know how he does it. I mean, it's, it's like, is he wearing fucking night vision he, contacts or something? He, he's like from the game Skyrim where you get a, a book <laughs> called Night Eye. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) I watch that entrance every time, and I'm like, how the fuck is he walking around? Because he's not even, for one, when the lights go out, he's not even at the ring yet. So he's got to walk down the ramp still, walk up the steps, and get onto the top row in the dark. Yeah. Like, I don't don't know how, unless he has, like, fucking night vision goggles attached. There's got to be something that he, like, the skull that he wears, you know, like, I can see that happening. There's got to be something, something. there's got to be, because (laughs) there's just no way, it's pitch dark in there. I mean, (laughs) you know, you've been to concerts when the lights go out, you can't see shit. Yeah. But uh, what's it called? Anyway, like uh, on a side note, now that we've been going off on a tangent, what uh, do you know if it's in a is Dane at one going to be the next day one? I think day one's the next one. Yeah, and that's like what in January or something? January first. Yeah, so that's going to be a while. So maybe I'll try to figure out something else to do in the meantime. Maybe if I can come up with something. Most of the time, I just see what happens in the news. Or like rumors and news and stuff, and then come up with something that seems relevant at the time. But I don't know. I could find something else. I don't know. So if anything, be prepared for us to talk about day one, which I'm well, not we can talk about the, the winter is coming. Oh yeah, true that AEW Dynamite. How to, how I'm gonna watch it though? It's on December fifteenth. And we can also talk about Battle of the Belts in January. Battle of the Is Belts? It, Which one's yeah. that? Uh, AEW Battle of the Belts. It's in Charlotte on a Saturday. Oh, what is it? Like another thing for, like, is it supposed to be like it's a special? Or just like a special version special, of Dynamite or something? Well, it's just, no, it's just a special uh, AEW episode on a Saturday on <laughs> TNT. Well, shit. I mean, that's going to be a fire damn fucking match, though. And then Revolutions in February. Hangman Page? Mm. Yeah, and then Mm. Revolutions in February, so. Yep. Well, yeah, definitely. So, So there is stuff that we can, in December, you know, coming up here in a couple weeks, we can do another one on that winter is coming. Um, Yeah. I'll just have to figure out how I'm going to watch it. That's all. (laughs) But. I'm sure that I can figure something out, but for, so, I mean, I guess everybody listen out for that. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you for uh, making it to, especially if you've made it to this part of the, of the podcast, thank you for listening to us and yeah, check out all the party geek stuff and everything. And we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Yep. Bye. See you in the next one. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, you can check out all of our social media accounts, which is The Heart of Geek, and our Twitch channel is Heart of Geek. If you guys wanted to leave any comments or questions uh, 
relate towards our Facebook page, Instagram, or anything else that you could possibly leave a comment and recommend us anything else to do in the meantime. And for all of that, thank you for enjoying wrestling with the Willies.